In the second of our four podcasts from Money 2020 Europe in Amsterdam, Bankadelic chats with Ani Sani, the co-founder and chief business officer at TerraPay. It's a wide world TerraPay embraces that involves mobile wallets, bank accounts, and payment instrument platforms. But there is more, the desire to promote and build up financial inclusion. Listen up, we've got Ani on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, Kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, Check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic based in Chicago, Illinois, USA, and part of the NMD Plus family of podcasts based in London. We're coming to you from Money 2020 Europe in Amsterdam. And I have to tell you, I love to travel. I love Amsterdam. This is just such a beautiful, energetic city. And I got a taste of that big time last night at the Money 2020 street party in the middle of town, wall to wall people. I don't know, were you there? Absolutely, we actually sponsored the street fair as well. So oh, yeah. wow, fabulous. So I've got the right person here and I wanna introduce you to someone very special. We have Ani Sani, he is the co-founder and chief business officer at TerraPay. TerraPay builds payment systems infrastructure globally, providing a B2B real-time cross-border payment service for mobile wallets and bank accounts, as well as transaction processing, clearing and settlement services for regional and domestic faster payment systems. Their best-in-class technology serves as the interoperability engine that enables partners, customers to send and receive real-time transactions across diverse payment instruments, platforms, and regions. We'll break that all down in a minute. Ani, welcome to Bankadelic. Thank you, Lou. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and first things first, I wanted to congratulate you on the uh, Visa partnership. Big, big news. So tell our listening audience what that's all about, what that's going to mean for TerraPay. So, you know, uh, I think there was a long um, uh, introduction on, on, on TerraPay. Thank you for that. I think uh, if, if it just were to make it absolutely simple, what do we do? Uh, it, the simple answer to that is what we have built and we continue to build is a global infrastructure for payouts. Uh, what that really means is consumers and SMEs, merchants uh, all over the world, when they, when they go to their 
financial services institutions, they should be able to send or receive money instantly. Yes. They should be able to receive money the most compliant way. They should be able to receive the money the most transparent way. That were the challenges when we started Terrapay in 2015. And what we have built is an, an ecosystem, a platform, a, an infrastructure, which allows now consumers and merchants to actually trust with their FIs because they're able to see now what they were not able to see in terms of transparency, compliance, and being able to see you know, financial inclusion coming through their, their, their transactions. So that is what we are. We are a global company, 111 countries where we operate in. We, we, we are a digital player only. And what it does is it brings, because we are digital, we bring cost of transaction significantly lower. And, and that is our endeavor as we go. Uh, we hit around 7 billion mobile bank accounts now, uh, 2.1 billion mobile, uh, sorry, 7 billion bank accounts, 2.1 billion mobile wallets which we connect to, and this is a start. Uh, and I think that's what this infrastructure is all about. So when a visa, you asked about a question about visa, what does a visa see at Terrapay? So we are a digital player, visa is a digital player. We are a business-to-business -business back-end player. Visa is also a B2B business. You know, they don't acquire consumers, for example. They work through banks. Yes. We also work through banks. So we are similar in that way. They are a network. We are a network. What complemented this partnership was Visa is synonymous to cards. Terrapay brings in mobile wallets and bank accounts on the forefront for the visa partnership. That is the story. So for visa, it is now what they can express themselves to their partners, which are banks and say, listen, we can now process transactions for banks, not just to cards, can process to bank accounts and to mobile wallets globally with just one connectivity that is what what we which we are uh, you know uh, this partnership enables yeah i gather from all of this that you are a big fan of simplicity explaining things simply making things simple and there of course can be a whole lot of complexity but that's behind the curtain how much does that figure in with what you're trying to do it sounds like you are really trying to make lives easier for everybody and it is all about that. Thank you for asking. You know, eventually, that's the DNA of the company. You know, when you when you look at the detailing, when you look at you know what you want to explain, you know, it has to make sense. And it has to make a complete you know a positioning of what really are you trying to to solve the problem. So for us, even though we are a non-consumer facing brand. What we have looked always to look at the consumer side of the problems and solve it through technology and compliance because it's cross-border. Remember, it's cross-border money is not just a business of technology. It's a business of compliance as well, regulatory and, and, and risk. So for us, if you, if you speak our, our partner's language and understand what their real requirements are, make it simple. The, the the solutions comes out very simple and then I think what I see is like you know if I were to explain this to my 
kids. How can I make it simple? That is what the story is as at Therapy. That's our DNA uh, as an organization. So, you know, uh, it comes very natural to us. Uh, and I think uh, as we go forward, we'll try to keep it uh, mm, uh, simplest. I absolutely gravitate towards that. And one of the things that I'm sure you have to deal with on a daily, even hourly basis is how to keep things simple on the one hand, but then we've got Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> compliance on the other hand, which a lot of times can be anything but simple. How do you tackle that challenge of keeping your vision and your concentration when there is all of that compliance information to deal with? Some would even say static. I think to me, uh, when we when we again build the platform and we build the, the Terape as a company, what we decided was Compliance should be an enabler, okay? And I think it's a key piece of how you're able to make the transaction agile and transparent, not just for the consumers, for the regulator as well, because we are in an interesting times, um, you know, when it comes to economy in terms of how money is being moved, how money is being used for certain things. We, as 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 we go future into 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 next five ten years. We need to ensure is money lands into the right hands. Yeah. And for that traceability and transparency comes on the forefront. But there is there are simpler ways to make compliance simple. What we have done is we 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 what we have we have the regulatory infrastructure where we have the licenses, but typically with larger organizations, what we have seen is, you know. You, you you do not sometimes look at technology as an enabler to actually facilitate those those uh, you know those compliance regulations uh, you know we what we have done is we've done the exact opposite we have sat down with the regulators and and asked them simple questions how can we solve for your problems which is it's not just the the banks which we are solving problems for we're solving for the regulators and the regulators sometimes are slightly behind on the technology side of it so we've done that in massive markets like bangladesh where we have got the regulators stepped up so that they can see real-time transactions on their dashboard once they see that the decision making becomes faster. When the decision making becomes faster, trust comes back to the consumers. When trust comes back to the consumers, you see more transactions coming into the system. And eventually you bring the cost of transaction lower. And, and the position is when you get the digital transaction and the cash transaction at the same levels, then there is no reason for someone to send a cash transaction, you know, an, an ominous transaction, because then it's 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 more traceable it's more agile it's cost effective i think that is what is the the position which we have so our take is very simple again compliance is actually an enabler to make the transaction more swift yeah that's pretty freaking brilliant <laughs> And the reason I say that is there's so many people in the industry, and I understand this attitude, that, you know, compliance or regulation or regulators, they're the enemy. And it's almost an us versus them, or we don't even want to bother having a dialogue unless we absolutely have to at some point. We know we will. We're just going to do our thing. Whereas what you've hit upon, and I have to tell you, I have very rarely heard this, Ani, from anybody, is that these people need educating and help 
as much as anyone else in the industry does. And you're taking, it sounds to me like, and I hope I'm not using too strong a word here, but almost a partnership in a way, not a business partnership per se, but really working together to achieve this result that helps everybody. You, you hit a very important point, partnerships uh, and collaborations. Regulators is one of our partners. And I think that's how you, you, you know, we are able to demonstrate each transaction in the most transparent way. In, incidentally, yesterday was on a panel session um, uh, talking about future of cross-border payments. And every panelist out there spoke about technology, uh, you know, without, uh, without naming, you know, what technologies, but they spoke about technology and how it can enable. And I said, there are two parts to it. Technology is one foot, but the second foot is you need to be 100% compliant. And if then you have the two people, two legs working together, you can run, you can sprint, you can do a marathon, you can do anything. And I think that is the key piece of it. It is, you know, it is how you perceive regulations, you how you perceive regulators, and how you build your processes to enable fast-tracking those transactions. I think that is the key sauce. Eight years we've been doing this, and I think we have been fairly successful, as you see from what we have been doing, the accolades which we are giving is because of being able to do this consistently for each transaction across all markets. So be it from Latin America to Asia to Africa to 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 you know, the Middle East or or, or uh, Eastern or or, or 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 Europe. It's like every every country, every regulator sees things differently. Uh, you know, you know the 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 balance of payments uh, situations are always dynamic. You know, you have to start working on that, but help the regulator to help do the business better. I think it is all about that. And the more what we feel is the more data you can offer to to the regulator, the more partnership you can get from the regulator and 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 it is there is no way i think uh, you you cannot you can avoid that if you want to run a very successful business do i absolutely oh you Everyone. better believe that we could have a long conversation off mic about the business i'm building at this point so yeah i mean i think that what I would gather from that, and I'm eager to hear your answer, is that, you know, there is this idea of partnerships, relationships, collaboration, moving in the same direction in the same way. It is always that, be it family or be it business. You know, you, you, you basically have to do the same ethos again and again, every day, every hour. You do it with your kids, you do it with your, your, your colleagues, you do it with your partners. It's exactly the same thing. That's our ethos at Terape. You know, one of the, one of the things which we always have on, on, on our company board is to stay hungry and stay humble. Once you do that, uh, you are receptive to, to every view which comes out. And, and think about it, Louis, like, you know, last six months, for example, the financial services industry has seen uh, some setbacks, massive setbacks in the U.S. And, and, and if you see and the underlining problem was never technology. Actually, those companies had great technology. What they didn't have, what they didn't maybe look at was, you know, risk and compliance and regulations. Yeah. And once you don't do that, 
there is a problem. So once you fix this piece very well, you can actually run fast. One of the one of the, one of the th things which I heard when I was growing up um, uh, uh, was if you have to run fast, you have to run slow. Wow, what does that mean? I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what it really means, but what it means is like, you know, if you have to run, really run fast, you, you, you just cannot run fast immediately. You kind of start somewhere, run slow, get the momentum, and then you're able to run fast and, and you can run for a long distance. So I think it's, it's, it's that kind of an, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, a, a process uh, which we again work and compliance regulations again play a big role. So it's an it's an one wheel, and it has to fit in to to this car to make it run. It it is a, an important and integral wheel. Otherwise, this car cannot run for a long distance. Yeah, and I love absolutely love the notion of the two legs running, and to realize that it may be traditional businesses or other businesses, let's say, build the one leg they may like to call it a pillar but it's really with two that you can get so much more done and then i think about what terapay is doing being so beautifully aligned with this notion of financial inclusion which i know is something that is really important to this company tell me how you view that and how you view that as part of what you're trying to do as a business and i understand that it's it's important for you as well yes and i think you know if, if you see traditionally uh monies move from the developed markets to the developing markets you know people go from the emerging markets go for jobs into into the developed markets and want to send money back home that's what the whole uh, you know immigrant population really you know goes from yeah and goes to so when you see emerging markets, you look at Africa, you look at Asia, you look at Latin America, and if you go deeper in, in these markets, you will be surprised to know, you know, people talk about emerging markets as underbanked or non-banked. No, they are actually banked, but they're not banked with a bank, they are banked with a mobile wallet. Yes. Okay. So they have a financial services instrument just that it's not a bank account it's a mobile wallet with a mobile wallet in africa for example you could buy a house if you want yeah you can buy gold you can buy you can pay for your school fees you can actually buy a bread as well so so now what happens is you got this set of consumers who are i would call it underserved in a way yeah so how do you bring them on the forefront where they can do more with their money and for that what we've done is you know we're connecting to the mobile wallets and and that has been our our four days to kind of go out and be able to to send money to a mobile wallet worldwide so what happens now is in africa for example we can deliver a transaction to a mobile wallet on a sunday or a bank holiday or whatever time of the day it is 24 by 7 within one minute now once you have that i you know I, i'll tell you one one interesting position we were we were in one country i would name the country uh, and we were having you know uh, uh, you know a coffee at a very humble um, uh, and a merchant and i, I could see you know you know um, 
uh, a father uh, making phonetic calls, uh, saying, and he was speaking in local language. And I, I asked someone, it's like, what is he talking about? They said he's speaking to his son, who is in the Middle East, and is asking his son to send him like twelve dollars. And I said, why is he asking, you know, to to get twelve dollars? He said, you know why? Because he's actually sitting here. Next to the restaurant, there's a big fishmonger. And he has asked this fishmonger to cut the fish and suddenly he thinks he does not have the money oh. and, and, there is a, and, and there is a feast at home and he cannot go without the fish at home. So he's asking his son to send money immediately so that he can go and pay the fishmonger, get the fish and so that the family can have a feast. It stuck us about how mobile wallets, how inclusive they are, what can you really do, and why instant delivery is important. That is the story. So somebody's telling, sending maybe a million dollars to someone, it can come after a day. Yeah. But if you're sending $40, it is extremely important to be delivered instantly because somebody's maybe waiting at a pharmacy, somebody's waiting maybe at a, at a, at a supermarket trying to buy bread for dinner all that put together. So it's extremely important to be able to deliver those transactions in the right method where they are able to exit, access, access the, the financial instrument and deliver it real time. Yeah, the very human the story. Very, absolutely right. So, so you have that piece of it. One of the other studies which we did as well was when you send money to a woman versus a man, yeah? We found 98% of the, the time when money is sent to uh, a woman anywhere, it's used for the purpose it was meant for. Mm -hmm. It brings women empowerment, it brings financial inclusion, it brings you know, more stability to and mobile wallets to that. So, you know, we feel so privileged to be able to kind of be able to deliver that money to that to that adult, to that uh, in a person for which it is intended so that and it is used for the right purposes. Yeah. So if you see all that and then by, by making it all digital and making it more compliant, we're actually able to bring the cost of that transaction significantly lower because cash adds cost because there is insurance, there is risk, everything gets built in, right? So a cash transaction is always, always, always expensive. So how do you make the, the transaction cheaper? By making it digital. And once you make it digital, you bring financial. So now somebody can just send maybe a $12 as well because it's, you know, they could send a $12. Earlier, they were waiting for the $12 to be stacked up to $100 and then they would send it because it was not cost effective. Yes. Now, this person doesn't have to worry about, he's not, you know, putting the money under a pillow and, and dreading no one's going to, you know, kind of steal that money. He just, he has $12, he sends it home immediately. And now he gets $10, he sends it home to, uh, because the cost of the transaction is not a problem anymore because it's a digital transaction. That all brings in financial inclusivity. Uh, it brings in, uh, you know, more empowerment. It brings in more, uh, you know, usage on the, on the money at the real time. So those are, uh, th that's the way we, we see it. You know, um, you know, the IFC, which is part of the World Bank, which is one of our investors, yeah. you know, likes this story about you know, how we see this. It's a great story too. I mean, again, putting a human face on it because 
money's connected to everything, right? And I think if a person is thoughtful and wise, they can connect the dots pretty simply to the person trying to buy the fish for dinner, somebody trying to get the bus ticket home. But it's not something we always think about. And I don't think that that makes anyone on this floor, for example, a bad person if you don't think about it, but you really have to try. And there's a bit of compassion that comes with the smart business sense to realize this is why we're doing it. So I really commend you on that. Now, let's assume you and I are sitting down a year from now, and I certainly hope we're doing that, if not sooner. And I'm saying, hey, Ani, what's up with TerraPay? So we're a year out. What has changed? What are you doing? What has happened? What's your dream? So uh, you have to keep it simple again. Uh, I think uh, we are only in 111 countries. There are another close to 100 countries to go. So we need to keep our heads down, get to those countries, because everybody in all those countries need access to money and they receive money. So we still have a long way to go to get to be 100% global. Yeah, 111 is around 51, 52% there. So it, it, is, it is a big task ahead for us. Um, the second um, you know, uh, piece for us, which uh, you know, when we come next year and have a conversation here is what new are we solving for for our partners because challenges would have come up, uh, new problems would have uh, uh, you know come up in their businesses. How are we solving for them? And I think every year, if you see us at Money 2020, uh, we have added new services based what we are hearing from our partners, and then we're coming out and expressing ourselves, saying, "Hey, this is the new." version a new value add we added to our repertoire so that we can express ourselves better in this money movement uh, so on one side keeping heads down you know going as fast as possible to 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 the global uh, number and then adding value adds so that our existing partners uh, you know can can uh, can get more out of the service but that more is basis what problems they are having so all services which we have built have only come from our partners they've said this is a problem we try to solve yeah we don't need to be smart enough you know you just need to ask listen and then go back and roll up the sleeves and get things done uh, you know you don't need to be the innovators all the time yeah well, you know, maybe this will help you. Do you know what the motto at Bankadelic is? Mm -hmm. Stay hungry and stay humble. <laughs> so thank you for thank you for acknowledging that. And I think uh, you know it, it it is again make it very simple. You know, we're, you know uh, we 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 as a company speak a lot about uh, family uh, and 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 colleagues because I think. Uh, in today's world, we spend more time with our colleagues than with our family. Yeah. So it's, it's so it becomes family. Yeah, it really has to be. And I am grateful that you gave me a little bit of family time today. And I hope that we can stay in touch and do this again at some point in the future. Ani, thank you so much for being on Bankadelic. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure and keep up the energy. It was, uh, it, it is contagious. Oh, thank you. Ani Sani is the co-founder I'm going to double check the title here. Co-founder and chief business officer at TerraPay. He is based in the Netherlands. Yes. And you can look for him on LinkedIn. Thank you.
You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's Talking B-I-Z News.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. ring a ding ding in. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.